because of the joy awaiting him, he endured the cross, disregarding its shame. When we get self-focused, we get in trouble. When we get into our pity parties, we get in trouble. When we begin saying, well, I can't do this and I can't do that, we get in trouble. But when we, when we put our blinders on to our circumstances and we keep our eyes on Jesus, we understand that we can too. Are you with me? We can too. Say that with me. We can too. Regardless of what comes knocking on your door, you are an overcomer. Say that with me. I am an overcomer. Verse 3. Think of all the hostility that he endured from sinful people, and you won't become weary and give up. This verse promises us that if we remind ourselves that Christ led by example, you know, he's, he's a good leader. He doesn't dictate to us what we should do. He shows us what we should do. Christ endured the cross for me, and he endured the cross for you. He endured the hardships. He, he endured friends betraying him. He, he endured sufferings in his body. He endured hardships. He endured the cross. And yet he overcame. He's not asking us to do anything that he hasn't already done, nor is he asking us to do anything that he cannot help us to complete. So the bottom line is that we must keep our eyes on the prize as we run this race, casting off all things that try to weigh us down. For us, when I say us, I mean me and John, this means pushing through cancer. It means pushing through discouragement. It means pushing through lack of funding. It means pushing through family crisis. And it means over, and becoming overcomers by the power of the Lamb every obstacle between us and the great harvest. And by the grace of God, we stay the course. You know, it would be really easy to say, you know what, we did our duty. We were on the field for two, three years. We've seen God do amazing, great things, and that's all true. But you know what, it's gotten too hard. I think, I think we're just going to say we've accomplished what we need to accomplish and we're just going to come home and we're just going to plug back into life the way it used to be. But you know what, brothers and sisters, I have to tell you, we can't do that. And you know why? Because the job's not done. I am an eyewitness to you that the job is not done. I have been in Africa and held AIDS babies in my hands. The job is not done. I have been in the highways and the byways of El Salvador. The job is not done. I have been on the mountaintops in Haiti, and I can tell you the job is not done. I have been on the beaches in Tijuana. The job is not done. The Great Commission is still our mandate, and the harvest is ripe and the labors are few. The job is not done. So John and I declare to you right here as a, as a crowd of witnesses before us that we are staying the course. Come hell or high water, come cancer or anything else, we will finish what God has called us to do. And as you join forces with us, as you connect with us, as you stay faithful with us, to us, and through the power of the blood of Jesus Christ, we will get the job done. gosh, I don't know. I feel like she's been sitting in our services for the last few weeks. 
Aaron talks about running the race, staying the course. He's talked about the Great Commission and how many lost people are still out there. And I am thankful that we, Church Triumphant, gets to be not only a part of that, through John and Tammy, you guys have been faithful, not in your only in your finances, but when we say we're taking a trip, you guys join forces and you go. You support other brothers and sisters in our body, and you also take up the call for those of us that are called to go to the mission field and, and go, and I am thankful for that. Tammy, it couldn't have been a more on word for us this morning, and I thank you. I feel like, oh, I feel like you were just, has been here. <laughs> Aaron talked about trials and tribulations and how they're going to come, but our main focus is the end. Our main focus is to see Jesus at the end and um, for him to say, well done, thy good and faithful servant. And Aaron has said those words over the last couple of weeks, and it's just been amazing. I sat there with my jaw open. I don't even know what to do now. <laughs> Um, let's uh, um, have Tammy come up and we'll join um, John and let's pray for them as they, as, as they, um, as she finishes her um, radiation and uh, her treatment here that she didn't tell you, but their goal is to be in El Salvador by September the 20th. She's got a definite date because if they have to stay in the States longer, they have to apply for visas and, and things like that. And, um, they don't want to have that or just prolong the process and they want to be there like yesterday. So, um, let's pray with them. Lord Jesus, God, we are thankful, God, that you have sent John and Tammy our way. God, that so, so that we are able, God, to join arms with them. God, not only with finances, but with prayer and God, um, just encouragement, Lord Jesus. I thank you, God, that we get to link arms with such awesome people of God, Lord, that have the end goal in mind, God, that their whole heart and soul is to, to save lost people, to help bring them to you. And God, we pray, Lord Jesus, that you would provide for for John and Tammy, God, everything that they have need of, Lord Jesus. I know they've had some financial issues, Lord Jesus, being home and dropped off support and things like that. God, I pray that every every person, God, that has pledged with their mouth and with their heart to to support them financially, God, they would follow through with commitment, Lord Jesus. I thank you for a body of believers, God, that that's never been a problem for us, God, that we have always been able to fulfill commitment, and we thank you for that, Lord. God, we pray for Tammy and her body, Lord Jesus. We pray that cancer would be completely eradicated, Lord Jesus. God, as she approaches um, radiation, Lord, I pray, God, that that the, the radiation, God, would do exactly what it's supposed to do, and nothing less and nothing more. God, we pray, Lord Jesus, that her body would respond, Lord Jesus, and that she would have strength, Lord, and that she would be able to fulfill the things that she's committed to here in the States while she's here. God, we pray that that September date would not come and go without them being in El Salvador, but God, you would provide and make a way, God, for them to be on the plane, their feet touch in El Salvador before September the 20th, and we will thank you for that in Jesus' name. Amen. I'm sorry, I forgot to introduce our family. We have with us this morning our son, Daniel, and his girlfriend, Sarah. Isn't she pretty? We keep telling him, you need to marry her. <laughs> 
one, one more prayer request as I was um, listening to Tammy. I forgot to tell you, um, talking about trials and tribulations. We have um, been praying on and off for um, Pastor Jeremy Beverly and his, his wife Angie at Church of Deliverance. And she, has, she was diagnosed with cancer in the fall. And I found out early um, well, afternoon Saturday that she passed away Saturday morning. And you guys know what it's like to lose a leader in your church. Please uplift them with prayer. Very hard phone call to make to Aaron and let him know. He wanted to be here to hug Jeremy and all of that, but um, just pray for them. Pray for them. Um, gosh, it's 10 o'clock. That means you guys have a whole hour before the next service comes, comes in to go over and get, lunch, get br brunch probably at this point and to, um, to get your nails done and get massages and things like that. So have a good week. <laughs>